Welcome to recovery time after a walk in the woods. We're <clears throat> it's 1.29 in the day. Gentlemen, you're both very welcome. I might, might come to you first, Richard, because rightly or wrongly, you are associated with, with, with protest in a way. And, and I think, you know, some of the, the sort of more harder left parties, like People Before Profit and Solidarity and, and all that kind of stuff, are seen as, I, I know you're proper political parties, and I don't mean to be dismissive, but are seen as parties of protest. Do you like that moniker? Do you like to be seen as somebody who protests and who leads protest? Yeah, I'm very glad uh, to, to have that association because I actually think movements of people power, not just protests, but more generally movements of people power are the way you get change. Uh, you know, often when you're in the doll, you just feel like you're playing a game of ping pong, a sort of useless game of ping pong. That's what it looks like to us too, to be Exactly. Uh, but where the doll is you the can parliament. see the difference in the attitude of a government is when you're making a particular argument and there's a mass movement articulating the same aspirations and demands that you're making in the doll, outside the doll. That's when the government starts to sit up and listen and where things begin to move. So in other words, if you had said no to water charges, but 100,000 people hadn't taken to the streets... Nobody would care. Is that what you're saying? But the fact that they were backed up with the hundred thousand on the streets—that's why water were charges. Were it not for that mass movement, we would all be paying pretty high water bills. I've no doubt. One about. euro sixty a week. Uh, I think they would, charges would have gone through the roof, just as uh, bin charges went through the roof, which we also fought and campaigned against and warned that if we didn't stop them, the services would be privatised and the charges would go up. And that's exactly what happened. And uh, uh, one important victory I think is worth mentioning a protest that preceded the water charges. It not got enough uh, publicity to my mind, but it was another defeat for the Troika, uh, was the commitment in the Troika programme to sell off the harvesting rights of Quilter, of national forests. And again, it was a protest. I was involved, but it was a broad coalition of environmental groups, political parties, trade unions. We mobilised a mass demonstration in the Wicklow Mountains, and there was protests all around the country. And Pat Rabbit, who was the minister at the time, who had agreed to sell off these forests, actually admitted the next week in the Dáil, he said, were it not for those protests, uh, we wouldn't have changed our mind. So there's no doubt in my mind that people power uh, is a key factor in bringing progressive change. Let me bring you in here, Johnny. That all sounds very well good. Irish get up and they mobilise and we, you know, we affect change and we take to the streets and all that. But we do and we don't because we're, we're you know, compared to, like, if you look at what's happened in Catalonia or, or throughout Europe, I mean, even look at the, at the moment with the train drivers in, in France, there's lots of protests going on, about, you know, they have a, a sort of a background in terms of people protesting in the rest of Europe that we are a bit more reticent to embrace here. Is that not true, Johnny? Uh, it, it certainly is. And, um, you know, there's, there's pros and cons to everything, but You've got to remember, Ireland, we, we're very pragmatic in, in the approach, and people are very definite about the things they want. Now, there's very little protest in Ireland. The Irish have a reputation for protesting, I think, around the world. But, yes, water charges involve protest. Um, pensioners protested. There have been, but generally speaking very conservative country, very little uh, protests on the street. 
Water charge is successful. It's the people on the street, but the people on the street signifying there's going to be a vote on this, and that vote we're going to lose, and we're going to be hammered at the ballot box. Where protests fall away is when people think, look, you could throw all the eggs, the pies, you could have the biggest protest on the street that you wanted, be it peaceful, be it violent, be it anything, but it won't matter if it's not seen through at the ballot box. So I think Irish people do have a very definite sense of when and where they are going to pick their issues. So the idea of just going out on the street to have their voice heard is not something that culturally comes to us. We see it as a little bit of a waste of time unless we're determined to follow it through with a definite action. But do they pick their issues really? Because if you look at something, and I don't before, I pretty much jumped back in, but if you look at something like Irish water, the, the water charges were about 160 per week at the time they were going to be brought in. Uh, we have a crumbling water system and a lot of us would believe in water conservation and we pay for our other utilities anyway. We pay for gas, we pay for electricity, you know. That's a dog in the back of the car. Food, but you wouldn't go in and, and start robbing Tesco. So it was not so much the issue as the straw that broke the camel's back. I would have thought that that yeah. protest was more to do people saying, ah, here, enough is enough, not this on well, top of everything else. And I would agree with that. It certainly was because it'd been a series of charges that people had accepted. There was also the fact, though, that, you know, when you take right to water, was it actually seen a you know, massive ballot box change and that you might have said, well, no, it didn't translate into huge volumes of votes outside of, you know, Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael still did quite well at the following election. But one of the things that was interesting about that was that what we've often missed, it was the way Irish water was done. People could deal, a lot of the middle ground could have dealt with the charge. They would you know, opinion polls had showed 10 years previously people were fairly getting on okay with the idea of it. The idea of it for conservation was good. First of all, it was the timing of when it was brought in. It became a money-making venture. People didn't like that. The setup and approach by successive ministers who handled it, right down to Alan Kelly's intervention at the end, was all very badly handled, uh, very badly set up originally by Phil Hogan. The running of Irish water, and that was what annoyed people more than the charge. If you're going to charge me for something, then I need to be able to trust it. Yeah, no, it and was, people could not trust was, the body that, that they were being asked to pay for. You know, it was completely calculated. Can I put this to you, Richard, just before, because I, I, I don't want to get specifically into, into Irish water, yeah. but somebody has texted in and said, some political movements, most notably on the left, use protest marches as a barometer to test support for their ideas. At the moment, homelessness has been exploited in a shameful way. Protesting will not provide houses. Uh, the media facilitates these pointless protests and never asks these so-called activists to come up with plausible solutions. Discuss. Well, I'm very glad that point was made, partly because that allows me to uh, mention a demonstration that's happening this Saturday, which is organised uh, by a very broad range of coalition of groups, including like, the McFerry Trust, Focus, Simon, the Irish Congress of Trade Unions, and a lot of the opposition political parties. And uh, just to say, it's at 2pm at the Garden of Remembrance this Saturday. And Why is everything at the Garden of Remembrance? Uh, it's a symbolically uh, important place, I suppose, in its association with the Irish Revolution and of its central uh, in Dublin. And we really hope there will be tens of thousands of people out because this is the biggest social emergency we're facing at the moment. And frankly, I have spent the last six years arguing with this government and the previous government about the need to break from a reliance on the private market to solve the housing crisis. And we've got nowhere, nowhere. So I think what, there has to be an intervention. And it is wrong, a uh, protest intervention by the people affected. And there are tens of thousands of people affected. And if we don't get a large turnout, the government won't change its policy. If we do get a large turnout, I think there is a chance we can change the policy. But it is, it is wrong to say that 
in any of these protests, we were just out protesting. In fact, in all of those cases, we had put together a very detailed case uh, and there's a very detailed set of demands, policy demands for the demonstration on Saturday. And similarly around water, there was a very worked out position because we, we are as much in favour of water conservation as you are. But we just didn't believe that putting domestic household meters was the way to achieve water conservation. We thought that investment should go into the mains and fixing uh, the big leaks that are in the mains, not in the households. So that was our argument. And we also did believe, and I think the population agreed with us, that even a small charge initially was a Trojan horse for privatisation. And I think people feel very, very strongly about natural resources. And that's why I mentioned the forest thing, you see, preceding it. There's a strong feeling that certain things should remain in public ownership. Do you ever worry, Richard, as we move away from, you know, we're, apparently the boom is back and boomier than ever, if, if you hear what people are talking about and all that kind of stuff. So if it is a case that we are moving away from from the, the austerity and moving away from the recession and moving into full employment and all that kind of stuff, that your role in politics, your role in politics is tied to the economy being in the doldrums and everyone being kind of screwed, that when we're successful and people are well off, they vote for people like Leo Varadkar and that you become a candle in the wind that nobody listens to. No, I, I don't agree with that. And in fact, that would be an awful sort of politics that would thrive on misery. Uh, I, I think uh, any pickup in the economy is to be welcomed. And I think actually it means people's horizons can can rise their aspirations what they're looking for for the last 10 years people have been fighting I don't think I've ever heard Richard Boyd Barrett better than this I, I'm very impressed I must say I think he's getting better the older he gets and I, so I think the demands that you will see protest movements articulating over the next period will be much more progressive and positive demands. And I look forward to that rather than us just fighting a rearguard battle against austerity attacks. Can I ask you, Johnny, have you ever been in a protest? I've been at protests, but never on a protest. So I mean, that sounds uh, like, never, that sounds like <laughs> Bill Clinton. It's a Jesuitical uh, 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 thing. Now, I've never actually, uh, you know, I, I'm a firm believer when I want to protest something, I know where and when I, I would want to protest it. And that would be at a ballot box. And uh, that would be where, where I believe the biggest answer needs to be made. I mean, in all these issues, there's nothing wrong. Protesting is important. It's an important part. It does give an outlet. But as I say, too many protests. And you see this across Europe, where one of the pro countries that have problems that don't get addressed by protesting is you have a protest, but there's no output. You know, it's a great day. People go out to have it. You take something like Quilcha there that was, was mentioned. The reason Quilcha is off the, the agenda now uh, in particular was very much a protest paved the way for the change in government policy, no doubt about that, but it was an astonishing turnaround by a new board, a new CEO that really transformed the organisation It's something that's highly profitable that's made it, that's now off but the agenda. But is true, Johnny, what, what, what Richard is saying is actually correct though, unless people because we only get to go to the, we haven't been to the ballot box for a while, we won't get to go to the ballot box, some people say sooner than we think, but we won't get to go to the ballot box for another while, um, although there will be the referendum soon, and there have been I don't know if they're called protests or not when they come to the, to the referendum, but there certainly have been uh, pro-choice and pro-life marches and all that kind of stuff. So, so a visibility on the streets well, around the referendum. Is it not the case that, that protest, it does galvanise a movement and it does make people, you know, it's almost like an advert for a campaign in that if there's 100,000 people who think this and they're on the streets, then maybe you should think about it too and maybe that will influence how you vote. Yeah, but you see, the other thing is it's different in the Irish system. It's the Irish political system is actually quite embedded in, in 
opinion around and politicians know their constituencies the people who get re-elected we, year after year. One of the things we complain about them is how well they work at their constituencies. They know who's coming in and out. They know who's a regular voter that normally votes for them, who they trust on the issue, who now comes in and says, actually, I have a big issue about this. They're, the party machines as well, they pick up on this very quickly at the grassroots level and are able to inform, look, guys, this isn't going. So it's not so much even the protest is a public semblance of it. But when they actually look and say, right, here's where we're getting the, the traction on the ground. Here's where we're going to lose votes. And you know what? You can have a all the protests, but if Fine Gael, in the wake of those protests, and actually, and I'm picking on Fine Gael here, it's unfair, and, and the tail no, no, the housing, if with Fine Gael go up three, four, five points in the polls, they're going to be emboldened, no matter what is showing up on the streets, because they're going to believe. But if those polls go down in the wake of those protests, if people believe, look, this is an issue, the government is suffering, then party change, and as much as we might dismiss opinion polls, political leaders, headquarters, organisations, everything else, are obsessed with them. If they drop three or four points, they will connect it to whatever protest is going on. So, you, you know, that's why we get movement on issues. We, 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 we are seeing so much evolution in politics, though. I, th- I, think we, I think some of the old civil war politics are definitely dying out in this country, which is no, no bad thing, because we were never able to vote for policy. Civil war happened in the early 1920s. Else to mention is, when he tells us that, wa- is that water is paid for out of general taxation, many of... The protesters don't pay any tax. Water is a precious resource that should be treated like any other utility. Someone else says, the left love to protest. Their followers are happy to let the taxpayer pick up the bill, mainly because the majority of their followers don't pay and don't pay tax and don't work anyway. Before you before you tackle any of that, Richard, one of our listeners, Maria, is on the line. Uh, Maria, what do you think? Are, are we slow to, to protest in this country? Are we kind of downtrodden the Irish? We just get on with things? Um, I don't. I live in London, and in in London, people have been just out protesting nonstop for the last eighteen months, two years. So I, I have a feeling that there's a bit more protesting going on over here than the rest. What are but then, What are they yeah. protesting about? So generally, people are protesting about. Um, uh, you've had you know uh, millions of people coming out for the women's march uh, early last year. You've Brexit marches. So it tends to be at the moment very much a progressive political agenda that people are out protesting for because it's first past the post electoral system. Uh. So people's views are not represented in politics. Okay, and just you're obviously even though you're over in London, you are clearly from your accent Irish. Do you, do you think yeah. that we're different here? Do you think we're more reticent to take to the streets and? and and sort of sabre rattle or that kind of thing? I think people in Ireland, I have the feeling, you know, seem to think a protest is slightly more radical than it is. And some people have a slightly, even a bit of a superior attitude about protest. You know, I don't go to protest. That's not my sort of thing. If I want to register my view, I'll just, you know, use the ballot box, which is a pretty blunt weapon and people can interpret your vote whichever way they like so you know and I think maybe because of the water protests people in Ireland possibly associate protests with you know very particular views and so they kind of go oh well I don't agree with what those people were voting about so I don't like protesting in general Okay, time to go and get some money out of the cash point machine